my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, from today's Gospel, Luke 13, 1 to 9, some people arrived and told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with that of their sacrifices. At this he said to them, Do you suppose these Galileans who suffered like that were greater sinners than any other Galileans? They were not, I tell you. No, but unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those eighteen on whom the tower at Siloam fell and killed them, do you suppose that they were more guilty than all the other people living in Jerusalem? They were not, I tell you. No. But unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. He told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it, but found none. He said to the man who looked after that vineyard, Look here, for three years now, I have been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and finding none. Cut it down. Why should it be taking up the ground? Sir, the man replied, Leave it one more year and give me time to dig round it and manure it. It may bear fruit next year. If not, then you can cut it down. Dear friends, we are told that a man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came looking for fruit on it but found none. Dear friends, you and I are fig trees in a sense. We are mobile fig trees. We are mobile fig trees planted in this world that belongs to God. And friends, God is looking up to us to bear fruit. God is expecting us to produce fruit. We are not just here by accident and we are not just here for nothing. We are here on this earth to fulfill a mission, to fulfill a plan God has for each one of us. And the good news is that the plans he has for you and I are good. They are good plans, plans to bring us fulfillment, plans to cause us to establish the reign of God here on earth and to fulfill the mission of God for our lives. We are told a man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came looking for fruit on it, but found none. Friends, Jesus, for that matter, is expecting us to produce, to bear fruit. God, every time, is inspecting our lives to see how much fruit and what type of fruit are we bearing. Do we even have fruit at all? Are we like this tree? A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it, but found none. What kind of fruit, if God is inspecting our lives, what kind of fruit will he find? Friends, God expects us to bear the fruit of the Spirit. Can God see love in our lives? 
if he comes to inspect our lives, if he comes to inspect our lives and take fruits, can he find love? Can he find kindness? Can he find patience? Can he find gentleness? Can he find long-suffering? Can he find goodness? Friends, and how much of them can he find? Or he will not find anything at all. We are told he was angry with this tree and wanted to cut it down. He said, I've given it all that it needs. All that it needs to produce fruit, I have provided for it. And yet it is not bearing fruit. Friends, you and I are like this fig tree. And in the sense that God expects us to produce and bear fruit. That is why we must pay attention, for example, to the first reading from Ephesians 4, 7 to 16. St. Paul says in verse 7, Each one of us has been given his own share of grace, given as Christ allotted it. Each one of us has been given his own share of grace. Friends, God has given you the grace you need to live a life of godliness. God has given me the grace. God has given us all the graces we need to produce the fruit he expects us to bear. God has given you and I the grace. St. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1 to 2, that we can waste the grace of God. That fig tree in the gospel wasted the grace of God, so to speak. That fig tree wasted all the graces. It produced no fruit. And the, the owner of the tree was getting disappointed. Friends, is God disappointed when he looks at our lives? Will God be disappointed or impressed when he looks into our lives? The grace, and Paul says that each one of us has been given a measure of God's grace. Christ has given us each graces that we need to fulfill our mission. The question is, are we utilizing the grace of God? Or we are wasting it? 2 Corinthians 6, 1-2 St. Paul says, if we are not careful, we can waste the grace of God. But God doesn't want us to waste his grace. He wants us to make maximum use of those graces to fulfill and to accomplish his mission for us. The grace of God he has given us is meant for us to produce fruit. Let's continue with the, second, the first reading. When it says he ascended, what it means if not? He descended right down to the lower regions of the earth. The one who rose higher than all the heavens to fill all things is none other than the one who descended. That is the first reading of today. And to some, his gift was that they should be apostles. To some, prophets. To some, evangelists. To some, pastors. And to some, teachers. So that the saints together make a unity in the work of service, building up the body of Christ. Friends, what St. Paul is saying here is that God has given each one of us a measure of grace. Some are called to be pastors. Some are prophets, some evangelists. What are you and who am I? Yesterday we were made to understand that irrespective of our vocation, so to speak, irrespective of our calling, our basic calling and our common calling is to walk in love. That is our common calling. The grace God has given us is to produce the fruit of love. Galatians 5 verse 22. That is the fruit God has given us. So whether we are pastors, whether we are, we are prophets, whether we are evangelists, whether we are teachers, 
We are priests. We are lay people. Whoever we are and whatever we are, what God expects each one of us to know is this. He has given each one of us his grace. And he expects each one of us to produce fruit with his grace and by his grace. Whoever we are and the fruit of the Spirit is what God is expecting us. He has given us enough graces, each one of us, to produce the fruit of Galatians 5 verse 22. And that's what he's saying, that when we do that, we build up the body of Christ. Each one of us, we are unique. Each one of us has been given a unique grace, a unique gifting. Don't look down on anybody and don't compete with anybody. Let us each look and identify our grace and walk in that grace. Friends, it is when we are walking in that grace that we will fulfill the plan of God for our lives. In that grace, in that calling, we are protected and covered. Outside that grace we have been called into, we are not safe. So it is crucial for us to take note and walk according to the grace God has given us and produce the necessary fruit in Galatians 5 verse 22. St. Paul goes on to say, In this way, we are all to come to unity in our faith. We are to come to unity in our faith. We all, and in our knowledge of the Son of God, until we become the perfect man, fully mature with the fullness of Christ himself. The goal of Christ is that we all grow into maturity, into the fullness of Christ himself and that we use our individual graces our individual giftings to build the body of Christ friends let us stop insulting one another as Christians as denominations as different societies and groups in the same church let us stop all the bickering and the quarreling these are not necessary our calling is not to fight we are called to build the body of christ we are called to grow in the knowledge of christ we are called to grow into fully matured christians who know christ himself personally that is our calling it is sad to say that some of us still don't have that personal relationship with Jesus. Friends, that is what Jesus wants us to do. To use our graces to come to know him personally so that we will grow into the fullness of Christ himself. So can you imagine if all of us now grow into the fullness of Christ, knowing Christ as he wants us to know him, all of us. Indeed, we will fulfill the wish of Jesus that he desires that all of us walk in love on this earth. He said, I've come to set fire on this earth. How I wish it was already blazing. Jesus expects each one of us and wishes that we produce this fruit of the Spirit, that we flood the whole earth with this fruit. That is when we fully mature with the fullness of Christ himself. Christ wants to be fully matured in us. And we must give him the permission to do so. That is what we are told. If you continue, it says, Then we shall not be children any longer, or tossed one way and another, and carried along by every wind of doctrine, at the mercy of all the tricks men play, and their cleverness in practicing deceit. St. Paul is saying that we shall no longer be children. We are not supposed to be children, but sad to say, some Christians are still children. We are thrown and tossed about by all kinds of doctrines. St. Paul is saying that if we will make sure, if you consider the reasons, if we live by the truth and in love, 
we shall grow in all ways into Christ, who is the head by whom the whole body is fitted and joined together. Every joint adding its own strength for each separate part to work according to its function. So the body grows until it has built itself up in love. Friends, I encourage you later on, take your time and go through this, all the readings of today. Ephesians 4, 7 to 16. That's the, second, the first reading. So St. Paul is saying that to be able to make maximum use of the graces God has given us to grow out of childhood into adulthood in the Christian faith, we must live by the truth and in love. If we live by the truth and in love, we shall grow in all ways into Christ, who is the head by whom the whole body is fitted. What does he mean that by living by the truth? Remember the word of God is truth. John 17, 17, Jesus declared, thy word is truth. And remember, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So Jesus is the truth. John 14, 6. So if St. Paul says that if we live by the truth and in love, what St. Paul is encouraging us to do is that we should allow ourselves, let us make the word of God our standard of living, so to speak. Let us live by the, the, the word of God. No wonder Mary tells us, our mother Mary tells us in John 2, 5, do whatever my son tells you. In other words, live by the truth. Live by the word of God and in love. Producing the fruit of love, St. Paul is saying that if we will live by the truth, by the word of God, working out our faith in love, then we shall grow in all ways into Christ. Friends, as long as we refuse to listen to the word of God and to live by the word of God and, to, and fail to live in love, friends, we will continue to be children in the faith. We will continue to be children tossed about by funny doctrines and, um, and be tricked by all manner of people. We will have no solid grounding in our faith. We will not be able to produce fruit, the fruit that Jesus expects from each one of us. Friends, we are mobile fig trees, and God is expecting us to live by the truth and in love. It's when we do this that we will grow, first of all, then we'll be able to produce fruit. Fruit that are um, fruit after the kind of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That is our calling. That is what we are being invited to. And he says, so that the body grows until it has built itself up in love. Friends, our work, our calling is a calling to love. Our vocation is to love. We are to build ourselves up in love. That is our calling. May God give us the grace. May we cooperate with his grace. In fact, St. Paul tells us we all have been given a measure of the grace. We should not waste the grace of God. Let us make maximum use of the grace of God. So that when God comes to inspect us, he will find uh, fix. He will find fruit on us. Remember, you and I, we are mobile fig trees. And God is inspecting us. God is expecting us to bear fruit, fruit that will last. So day in and out, whatever we do, let us remember that God wants us to bear fruit. May we cooperate with the grace of God to be able to do so. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Meditate on this prayer. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. 
Friends, may our mother Mary pray for us that we will be able to make use of the graces God has given us as she herself was full of grace and made maximum use of the grace God gave her. We pray for this grace that like her, like her we as her children will live after her own example to produce fruit so that when Jesus comes to inspect, he will surely find the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. God bless you. Remain blessed. Have a wonderful day. In the name of Jesus Christ.